It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Here on this Thursday, a Thursday at 5.30 during NFL season, Anthony, meant we would do our NFL tier rankings. Well, now that we don't have to do that anymore, or we not even we don't have to, we can't do that anymore, I think perhaps we should we should switch it up. I think we should show a little bit of our versatility, if you will. And uh, what do you mean by versatility? Well, we're not just we're not just football guys, Ant. Okay. We've been known to talk a little hoop okay. every now and again. Yeah. Uh, so why don't we do the same exact exercise with the NBA that we used to do with the NFL? Say it ain't so, Craig. I say it is so. Now, one thing we do have to get straightened out, I just realized, is the music situation. Do we have a go-to? I mean, the obvious answer would be round ball rock. But I think we might run into some copyright issues there. That is a heavily protected song. So I'll tell you what. On my uh, to-do list, before we do this again next time, remind me that we need a song for this. Yes, sir. Something that says power rankings. But we don't do power rankings. But the song should say relatively power rankings. The reason we don't do power rankings is because it's too hard to just go one through 30 and be like, these, what, is this team better than this team, this team better than that team? I know a lot of people do it, but I think it's a, it's a better bet to look at these teams and say, who belongs in the same neighborhood? What tier do these teams belong in? So our categories, and Anthony, I feel like I'm missing one. Interesting, but not quite good enough. Where prime contenders is like the top of the league. These are your obvious title contenders. The the if they were to wind up in the NBA finals, done. Got it. Oh, that's right. Uh our middle tier, that's the one I couldn't think of. Or our next highest tier is what we call puncher's chance. So not a favorite. If they lose in the first round, second round of the NBA playoffs, not very surprised. But they also there is a path. I think there's two very obvious uh, people that are two teams that wind up there. Then there's interesting, but not quite good enough, which is exactly what it sounds like. Like these teams aren't the worst in the league, but they're not winning the title. And then there is uh, no chance, or as Anthony has put it, no chance in heck for these teams. We can go ahead and put Washington Wizards. Sorry. We will get to Denny Obvious Night uh, in you just a little bit. You put the Wizards there before the Pistons? I mean, it's the local team. That's what that had to do. Okay, that's fair. They equally, you you want to feel better? Detroit Pistons. Okay, so we can do this one of two ways, Anthony. We can either go through the East and then go through the West, or we can just go through the league standings kind of in the same way we did the NFL. I actually kind of think doing it by conference is going to be more interesting. I agree. All right, let's knock out the East first. Okay. How many prime contenders realistically are in the Eastern Conference? I mean, are we including Joel Embiid? Are we considering him? I would think we have to consider him. Six to eight weeks? Ah, it's a long time. It is, but if he's back for the playoffs, they can beat anybody. Yeah. Big if. And there's part of me that goes, like, if he comes back and he's healthy, like the fact that he's gotten eight weeks. It's not eight weeks off, but, like, I don't know. 
there's a part of me that's like, I don't know, maybe some time where he hasn't been playing and accumulating hits and knocks and, and the rest of his body is resting is yeah. not the worst thing that's ever happened to him for him finally surviving a playoff run. The obvious, Boston's obvious. Boston Celtics are, are a real legitimate contender. Mm-hmm. Do we think Milwaukee, who's having the weirdest season in recent NBA memory, is a legitimate contender? I mean, I think Doc is going to eventually figure it out. Um, I can't count on Giannis and Dane. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I think Milwaukee has to go here. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they have a walking top five offense that they haven't even fully unlocked yet. Like, mm-hmm. I think they could probably run some more pick and rolls. And, you know, who knows, you know, buyout market, can they get one more shooter or something, you know? But at the end of the day, Doc's there to fix the defense, and we'll see how that goes. It might take a little bit of time, but um, they still do have a formula from a couple years ago they can kind of go back on. Are they missing Drew Holiday? Absolutely. Are they also benefiting from Dane Lillard? Yes. So I, I would say Milwaukee, you just can't bet against them. They have to be in that discussion. And they've proven it, by the way, because they've smashed some teams even if they're having a weird year and nobody seems to have. Like the vibes are off. They don't pass the vibe test, which is important to me. But I do think that's in part because there's been so much in flux and there's a little bit of damage to undo. Then there's Philadelphia. I think for right now, Philadelphia goes in puncher's chance. And I don't know how long it's going to be until they get out of puncher's chance because realistically, until we know that Embiid's good to go, um, they can't be a prime contender. But if mm-hmm. if JoJo is good, I do think it's worth pointing out that like, you know, they're still in that top six. Maxie's having a career year. Maxie, by the way, not scared of anyone. That dude is such a freaking gamer. And they're playing like decent ball as of late. Um, they are, oh, I got my camera in the way. Uh, actually, no, sorry. They, they were playing decent ball in the immediate aftermath of JoJo's injury. Now they're three and seven in their last 10. So apologies on that. Um, but they, you know, Tyrese Maxey's been great for them. They make the move for Buddy Heald at the deadline. Like, I, I think that team is well built. It's just a matter of will they be able to put it together this year? Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, puncher chance. I like the Sixers there. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think they they, they got to get Joel and B back in order to, for them to, you know, really be a prime contender. He was again playing MVP level basketball, averaging career highs across the board. I mean, so you lose do you a guy realize like that. just how good? And maybe you knew this stat, Anthony, but maybe maybe a lot of people listening didn't. You know the the season that will average fifty a game. Yeah. So will will Chamberlain one time? played 48.8 minutes a game, I think it was. So, like, he played every minute of every game, including some overtime games, basically for an entire season. In that season, he averaged 50 points a game. That will never be matched in, in the history of the league. This season, however, points per minute, Yep. Joel Embiid was ahead of that pace. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play fourth quarters. They're it's destroying crazy. teams. Crazy. So, if he can get back, they're going to vault up. And if he's playing at that level, but without... I think it's I think it's too much to ask to put them there right now. There's one other team that I feel like has to get mentioned. Um but I don't I think they're going to go in puncher's chance. Oh my gosh, you about to do that to them? Which team do you think that I I'm The about Cleveland to say? Cavaliers? Not them. They're definitely in puncher's oh. chance. 
You're, put, even, you're honestly, definitely like, putting them in puncher chance. They're definitely not a prime contender. They're, they've never made a conference finals, bro. You're right. You know how the NBA goes. You're right. Um, you you kind of got to go through the phases. Um, but the New York Knicks are the New York Knicks good enough? Like, is Jalen Brunson good enough? Josh Hart. That I mean, they've got championship medal from all those guys playing together in college. Uh huh. They made a couple of moves at the deadline. Yep. The, the Ananobi trade's been pretty good to them so far. Do they belong on the same level as Boston and Milwaukee? Or are they more Cleveland, Philadelphia, etc.? I mean, I think they're a puncher's chance, but I don't think we're giving the Cavaliers enough credit. Ooh. That's now all I'm saying. Take, talk, talk to me about Cleveland. I mean, just defensively, they've been as stout as like anybody. And I think getting Evan Mobley back has been a huge uh, help on the offensive side of the ball as well as defense. But I feel as though last year when they uh, they lost to the Knicks, um, it was more so they couldn't get anything done on the offensive side of the ball. They still did a solid job on the Knicks um, defensively. But like now we're seeing uh, Jared, Jared Allen more involved. We're seeing um, Donovan Mitchell offensive game and he talked about you know him possibly being in the MVP race and it's because he's making the people around him better um some of the role players that they got Dean Wade and Sam Miro and things of that nature so I just think the growth from last season to this season has been very uh uh noticeable um when I've you know watched the Cavs and Donovan Mitchell so I think if we're going to put the Knicks in punch chance, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with keeping putting the Cavs there, but they're number two in the East for a reason. They are, in part, because they're 9-1 and one in their last 10. Yeah. And Mitchell, Mitchell's hard, because last year the playoffs were not very good for him. They were not. Back to a couple right. of years ago when he dueled with Jamal Murray in that, that bubble series. Like, mm-hmm. he's got some big playoff games on his resume. I just don't trust him. Okay, that's fair. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay puncher's chance for now. All right, anybody else puncher's chance in the Eastern Conference, or are we about to get to a whole bunch of interesting but not good enough? I guess the defending champs probably deserve a mention here, and then we can quickly buzz through the rest of the conference. Do the Miami Heat have a shot? With Jimmy Butler? They always got a shot, don't they? They, they, they really do. Like, you, you, you got to respect the Heat culture. Especially when they were 8-1 or the 8th seed last year. Mm-hmm. All right, Miami goes there. All right, interesting but not good enough. Um, Indiana? Yeah, I think you put the paces there because they can score with the best of, like, anybody, to be honest. But defensively, they are lacking. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they are. Ooh, it is It is not good uh, in the uh, that, that side of the floor for them. Uh, Indiana, Orlando, Chicago. I will put I mean, the I don't magic even know how, there. How is Chicago ninth right now? They're so banged up. They're so hurt. I mean, Kobe White have he's having a, a a breakout year. Zach Levine, like I think a lot of people was definitely uh leaning on him and hoping that he was going to be able to stay healthy and help the Bulls win some games, but in his absence, Kobe White has emerged and he's part of the reason they are uh ninth in the East right now. Yeah, he has been fantastic. Um Atlanta with Trey Young, I'm willing to put in there. Other than that, I kind of feel like everyone else is in no chance. I'll, I mean, Brooklyn, maybe. If you mm. want to put them in interesting, fine. But I, I think they just need to figure out what they're doing, to be honest. I, I think yeah. McGill, the, the Mikhail Bridges as, the, uh, as a number one ex, uh, experiment is 
coming to an end. Very uh, clearly not that. I'm going to put them in interesting right now because yeah. to put them in the same category as like the Wizards feels rude. Um, okay. But that's that's the last team. Toronto, Charlotte, Washington, Detroit. No chance. Yeah, no chance. All right, Western Conference next. Definitely some interesting things to talk about there because the entire Western Conference is on fire. How many prime contenders are actually over on that side of the NBA standings? We will discuss next on the Hoffman Show. First, a look at what's trending. It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app and streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980. All right, Eastern Conference NBA tier rankings in the books. We'll review uh, as we go through here. Uh, prime contenders, uh, well, quickly, Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks, Heat as puncher's chance, Pacers, Magic, Hawks, Nets, interesting but not quite good enough, Wizards, Pistons, Raptors, Hornets, and no chance. All right, and here's how I want to do the Western Conference especially because um, I think the the standings are so fascinating uh, to see some of these young teams up at the top. Let's just go down the standings. So starting at the top, the Minnesota Timberwolves are currently the one seed in the Western Conference. Yes, that is true. The Minnesota Timberwolves, if you're just now getting out of NFL season and are getting into the NBA, the Minnesota Timberwolves are the number one team in the Western Conference. Where do you think they belong on our tier rankings? Uh, mm. I think you got to put them in puncher's chance. I, I, I wouldn't label them uh, a prime contender just yet. I don't think they have enough experience on the roster. I think Anthony Edwards is still having this coming out party. And a lot of people like to equate him to like an 84 Jordan where like he's still, you know, finding himself like he's going out there, putting up crazy numbers, um, making it to the playoffs, just not really making it, you know, to the, the conference finals and things of that nature. So I think they'll have a chance, but I, I wouldn't label them a prime contender just yet. I would not either. And to me, it's pretty simple. Why? One, very limited playoff experience. Mm -hmm. Two, Got some of their key guys have a history of disappearing or being less effective in the playoffs. Rudy Gobert gets run off the floor in the playoffs every single year. He might win his sixth defensive player of the year trophy this year. And they just, they, the voters love him because he's great in the regular season. But when you get into playoff basketball and you can isolate him and switch him and pick and rolls and do some of the things that teams do to him, that becomes less effective. And maybe this is the year it breaks through. Maybe this is the year that it's different. He and Carl Anthony Towns are obviously playing a lot better together, and Ant has gone to a whole new level. But I cannot trust them. They're a puncher's chance to me. Oklahoma City Thunder are the two seed. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, very legitimate MVP candidate. Very good chance he could win that, especially as some of the other top candidates might struggle to meet. Like Joel Embiid's not going to meet the games, uh, require, games played requirement, for instance. So uh, depending on who is the, the survivor at the end of the year, a guy like Shea might wind up being the best candidate and a worthy one uh, who is eligible. But to me, they kind of go in the same boat as Minnesota, where I love them. They're great, but they're so young and so inexperienced in the playoffs that it just feels like it's too soon for them. Then again, you know, is this 2012 Oklahoma City all over again, where they wind up uh, with Durant and, Wet and Westbrook and Harden in the playoffs or in the finals, maybe, but I, I think it's it's at least a year too early for them. Yeah, I think they're just missing one more piece, to be honest. I think you got Shea, and he can handle the the workload, but when it gets to the playoffs, you, you're going to need some help. Chad is there, 
but I still think they need another guy to, you know, go along with Shea. He's he's basically a rookie. Like give Chet another year, yeah. give Shea another year, give the Jalen William the Jalen's Williams another he's year. Been killing too. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they two. One of them is a stud, mm-hmm. um, and that could be. And also, you know, they've got all this capital. Do they make a move? Do they go this offseason and they like, all right, let's unload some draft picks and and bring in a vet? Um, and that that could definitely be possible. All right. Third, currently in the Western Conference, the Los Angeles Clippers, to me, are a prime contender. Prime contender, baby. They have championship experience in Kawhi. It's a matter of whether or not he stays healthy. Because Paul George has has had a mixed bag in the playoffs. James Harden, we know, has had a bad playoff history, but he's never been this far down the roster uh, in terms of importance. He can be overcome. And Russ embracing this role off the bench, I think, is tremendous because we sh- we saw what kind of playoff performer he was last year. Um, they've got good depth. They've got guys like Terrence Mann, Zubach, etc. It's just a well-put-together team that's playing at a super high level since they've kind of figured it out with Harden. And I think as long as they're healthy, like they're, I actually think they're the most dangerous team in the West. I know it's, now I say that, and I'm like, ah, still the Nuggets are the Nuggets, but... I think when healthy, they're the most dangerous team in the West. Yeah, I would agree. Prime contender, those guys. They say give them 10 games. It took them like 11 or 12, but they figured it out, and they are scary. Denver Nuggets, prime contenders, done and done? Yes. Don't need to say anything else. They're defending champs. All right, this is where it gets fun. Woo! Uh, the Phoenix Suns, Anthony. Uh, I'm going to go prime contender, they need Bradley Bill to stay healthy. I think when he's out there, they are a force to be reckoned with, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but if he's not there, I, I'm just going to say they're it. limited. I don't trust them. I think they are a puncher's chance team mm. because their chance comes from being healthy. Yeah. If they are healthy, because it's not just Brad. Book has had injury Book, issues yep. and Durant's injury history is extensive, especially at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. The chances that all three of them dudes are going to be healthy and clicking just feels like it's a Hail Mary, more so than the Clippers. And they have less they have less room underneath them. Like the Clippers, as long as it's not Kawhi, they could lose Harden, lose Russ, or lose PG and still be nasty. They could still win a series, maybe against everyone but the Nuggets. But if one of those two dudes goes down for Phoenix. They're, I mean, they could they could win a first-round series. I don't think they can make the conference finals. Yeah, I would agree. So I'm putting them in puncher's chance. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, interesting. You don't even think they're puncher's chance. I would, I, I would think they're puncher's chance, but I just – it's Zion, to be honest. Like, he, he he's the, the X factor, to be honest. And I don't really trust Zion, to be honest. If he goes out there and proves me wrong, stays healthy, continues to be the force that he's been – Obviously, yes, I'm going to go with the, the Pelicans. They were number one last year before he went down, and they played well again this year. It's just I don't trust Zion, though. All right, I'll move them down. I had them in puncher's chance, but I'm, I'm okay moving them down. Uh, I don't feel too strongly about it. All right, then we have the Dallas Mavericks. I'm putting them in puncher's chance. I do, too. If you have a top-five player, you have a <laughs> shot. Uh, and you have a playoff performer in Kyrie Irving uh, who – it's Kyrie Irving in the playoffs. Now yeah. they've got some stuff to figure out. They got to they got to get this new cohesion going with PJ Washington in town, etc. But they got a shot. Sacramento Kings are the eighth seed. They're interesting, but not good enough to me. Yeah, they were the playoff darlings last year, and they haven't been as good this year. Yep. 
All right. Then you get to the two that I think are the most interesting teams and not just because they get talked about on ESPN nonstop, but they are legitimately like there's a reason beyond the star power, the Lakers and the Warriors. Always got a punch in both of them. That's you and I are on the exact same page. I think by definition, those two teams who, by the way, are both <laughs> seven and three in their last 10 games, they have Stephen LeBron. When you get in the playoffs and you have Stephen LeBron, the Lakers just won the in-season tournament. And I know it's different, but like it shows that when it's time, he can still get there. AD, he can still get there. Uh, the Warriors are all of a sudden playing better. Draymond looks like a new person. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kaminga uh, Wiggins lineup doesn't look Man. like a disaster like it did the first 40 games of the season. Kaminga's coming on strong. Yep. I think they got a puncher's chance. And then the Jazz and the Rockets, I would say both interesting but not good enough. Yeah, both of those. And then Grizzlies, Blazers, Spurs. I mean, the Spurs are always interesting because of Wemby. Did you see the sequence he had the other night, by the way? I mean, I know this is every night with him. Which but one? He had, yeah, I know, right? Uh, he had uh, b- chase down block. Uh, or I think he had like an assist chase down block. Then gets an offensive rebound. Kicks it out to. Kicks it out. Or no, doesn't kick it out. Gets an offensive rebound off of a shot that he created. So he kicks it out. Dude misses it. He grabs the offensive rebound, winds up at the three-point line, in between the legs, step back three. Yeah, I did see that. Yes. Like, what the hell is that? It's crazy. It's crazy. So they're always interesting. They're definitely not good enough, but by the rules of the game, they're going to go down into no chance. So that means uh, Grizzlies, Blazers, Spurs, and no chance. And so it's a lot of puncher's chance teams. Only four prime contenders. That's actually that's different than I thought it would be. Yeah, I think there's a lot more just parity in the the NBA, mainly on the Western Conference, to be honest, because it's yeah. just too many teams over there. And that's the thing is like you you look at a team even like Sacramento if they're in the East are they up in puncher's chance probably, yeah. but it's like can they beat two of these other teams in puncher's chance and one prime contender? No, in a series also. Right, especially in a series setting. So no, so thus down they go. All right, those are our NBA tier rankings. We'll revisit them throughout the rest of the spring. Of course, uh, well, we're not going to do it next week because, one, I won't be here. And, two, uh, there's no games to be played uh, because the All-Star break, but we will pick it back up when I return and the NBA returns in a couple of weeks. When we get back here on the Hoffman Show, back to football, back to Ashburn, J.P. Finley joins us with his impressions of Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Witt Jr., here on The Hoffman Show.